Hello and welcome to the next instalment of Mediatel Conversations, a podcast brought to you by Mediatel. Our aim is to bring you the biggest names in the media industry to discuss the most important news topics of the day, as well as allow them to tell their story. This week, the editor of Mediatel News, David Pigeon, sits down with Marco Batozzi, the VP of Sales for Europe at Spotify, to discuss how lockdown has changed listening behaviours and the impact of podcasts on the audio landscape. Marco, welcome. I'm glad technology allows us to record and share this with our audience. We've got loads to talk about um, over the next 20 minutes or so. I want to start you off on some of the big picture stuff, if that's okay. So I'd, I'd like to know... How do you think the audio market is evolving at the moment? Well, I think like when we think about the audio marketplace, I just, I think it's fair to say, I, I don't think it's ever been more exciting than it, it is today. And obviously we we have to sort of caveat some of it around our obviously current circumstances, but we won't keep repeating that. But, you know, I think the audio marketplace is super exciting. We The, the impact of streaming, you know, we know has been significant on that. And I think not just in audio, but across the marketplace. You know, we're moving from a um, a kind of linear broadcast uh, way of consuming media to um, to one that is on demand and and more often than not streamed. So, uh, audio is absolutely at the heart of that, and of course, Spotify has been a, a big component on that and leading from from the front. I think you know when you look at what is being consumed the last eighteen months, two years. It feels like podcasts have been on everyone's lips. There is an incredible amount of investment has been going into that. It's obviously been a massive part of our strategy as well. And um, and I think that's really exciting because it's given audio that that extra sort of angle to it uh, beyond just music. And um, and it's it's really bringing to life the the possibilities for people now. I think content creators are starting to see how exciting this is and and i think the investment into the business is is definitely uh shining through and you know the numbers speak for themselves i guess just just with spotify now we're sat on 270 million monthly active users and i think you know we're we're combining in audio now we're combining uh the strengths of uh you know the strengths of radio and we're combining them with this incredibly important elements of personalization and, and discovery, which is, you know, really at the heart of uh, what we do at, at Spotify. And the brands are coming. You know, that's probably uh, closest to my heart at the moment is <laughs> is uh, how the brands react to this. And, you know, we are seeing, we're, by no means is it something that I think is a default uh, thought process, but more and more brands are realizing what a huge opportunity there is in this space and looking to take advantage of it. So I think, you know, putting aside current circumstances, um, I think it's it's a real opportunity for the future. There's loads there that we can unpack over the next the next uh, 15, 20 minutes. But what do you see then as, I don't like the term brand purpose, but if, if you did, if, what is Spotify's purpose or how would you like to be perceived as a relatively new entrant into the world of audio when you mm. consider just how old radio is, for instance? I think we have a hugely important role in this and a, and a responsibility in this ecosystem. We are the world's largest audio streaming platform, and with that comes 
an obligation, I think, to make sure that we are doing the best for our industry and, and for, as I say, for the, for the wider ecosystem. We kind of look at things, we, we talk about the three-sided marketplace. Where this stems from is, I guess, if you take a step forward, you know, the mission statement for the company is focused around how can we make sure millions of artists are making a living off what they do whilst making sure we're getting music into the hands of a billion consumers. So it's something where that's really at the top. We talk about this three-sided marketplace, which is really the creators, the listeners, and the brands. And we're doing different things in different areas. So for the creators, we are you know, making sure that Spotify as a platform really supports them, understands their diversity, is giving them tools and a platform that they can really utilize to help them ultimately gain followers and uh, listeners and make more money from from what they do so you know we're constantly thinking of ways to support the creators for the listeners is obviously very much we talked about personalization discovery that's that's at its heart that's what i think most people think about when they think about spotify is the way we're constantly surfacing new music to them and music that they love. And that whole user experience is crucial, right? That's at the end of the day, we rely on making sure we do a great job there. And then the brands, especially obviously in the free business, the brands and how we bring them into this ecosystem and give them lots of opportunities to to be able to understand the audiences that we have and to be able to work with them to ultimately drive their KPIs as well. So that's kind of how we look at it. And again, there's lots of things in in all of those elements. But, you know, first and foremost, I think we have a real responsibility to the creators and to the listeners and everything else sort of falls out of that. The fact that we're doing this conversation in such a clinical manner um, over the internet sort of goes to show that we're living... We're in this crazy lockdown situation, and this will be a question loads of people will have for, for Spotify, but how is the, the global lockdown affecting listening behaviours? Have you got any data? Mm. Can you share anything with us? Yeah, I, so we, we tend, you know, at the moment, we, we've been really looking at the, the trends and, and, as you say, those shifts in, in listening. And that is, we're, we're probably, we're focused more on those because it's such a moving feast. It's so early on. Uh, we tend to our first thought is like, how can we understand how people are listening? And, you know, we've seen some really interesting trends that have come out of that. So sort of we've come to a kind of top line, if you like, that every day is like Sunday. And what that means is kind of like the the, the latest usage patterns show that users are kind of settling into these behaviours that we would typically see on Sundays, right, in terms of how they're listening, what they're listening to. So we're seeing like midday consumption rise and we're seeing weekday use of the connected devices that people have at home. So maybe not everyone knows, but you can listen to Spotify on gaming consoles, connected TVs, obviously connected speakers. And we're seeing a big rise in desktop listening as well as people work from home and so on. So, yeah, we sort of coin this every day is like Sunday because those are the patterns that we often see on Sundays. In terms of how it's making people feel, it's obviously very varied and everyone's living their own experience. But, um, uh, you know, at home listeners, I think, are turning more towards comforting moments. And, you know, so they're, they're listening on these connected devices. They're listening on these connected speakers. But we're seeing, like, increases in things like gaming and sleep. And a really big trend that's coming out is nostalgia. 
Lots of people going back to listening to music that I guess reminds them of maybe we'll describe as pre-COVID days, uh, pre and post. You know what? I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because I, as, you, as you're saying this, I'm listening about what am I doing? And it's exactly what I've been doing. It's almost been weird. Everything from the early 90s when my life was so much simpler. So I'm glad yeah. that the evidence is back in this art. Yeah, absolutely is. And I think like this, again, you know, maybe these, uh, maybe some of these trends seem obvious, but it's a real, we, we actually talk about music being a mirror when we're talking to brands and it's never truer than it is today because people are choosing, especially in group listening, people are choosing entertainment, they're choosing family content when they're listening out loud. The shifts in music are changing, the types of music, the types of podcasts are changing where people are you know, they're looking for to listen to things that are making them feel good and feel positive and give them that kind of warmth, you know, which I think is really important for us. And, and obviously kids are very much at the part of that. Podcasts are like weaving into all of this. So we talk about music, podcasts, absolutely. You know, we, say, we saw at the start quite a lot of COVID-related listening and news-related listening. It's definitely shifted now uh, to focus on like kids' podcasts and comedy podcasts and well-being and that kind of thing that's really uh, making people feel better. And I think, again, you, you know, you might expect it, but I think the playlist, people are sharing playlists and creating collaborative playlists loads. So, you know, that is definitely on, on the rise. It's particularly, don't, don't ask me why, but particularly with Women 1834, but there seems to be definitely these spikes where people want to share they want to connect they want to feel human and and relate with other with other people so i think you know these are some of the, the some of the key things and we you know people are using all the possible devices they can to listen on and that's always been our strategy we've always talked about ubiquity being able to listen whenever you want wherever you want and you know we're starting to see that happen as a sort of daily thing now I notice also with my own friends, I mean, I'm, I'm used to sort of going to uh, see live music most weekends and obviously now I can't. So every Saturday, everyone plugs into the same playlist, puts it on their stereos and we just have to have these quite feeble, but ultimately quite rewarding <laughs> little home raves. It's interesting you should say that because there is a number of artists now, just as we are doing this, a number of artists that are streaming concerts virtually and online and so on and we see a direct correlation just as we do in the real world in actual fact we see a direct correlation between when they host one of these uh, virtual events to their their music listening on the platform so music is a mirror has never never been truer than it is today I'd like to move on then and look a bit more at the advertising stuff I'm in a bit more detail yeah. you touched on it at the start but I base this question on a little bit of evidence that I've been looking at in my own reporting over the past few years. But do you think audio is still currently underutilised by brands? I think the honest answer is yes. But at the same time, you know, I'll be very quick to also add that I think the signs are very positive. If you think about some of the more traditional channels, whether it's TV, radio, outdoor cinema, all of them have innovated to some extent or another. But I feel like they've always had their place and decades of planning and decades of how people have talked about these channels, they haven't really dramatically changed. Whereas now we see that audio is a complete renaissance in this space. So it's going to take a little while for brands to catch up and agencies, both creative and media, but those signs are definitely positive. Even before everything that's gone on now, everything that's happened now, we were already seeing, and we were get, we had some 
something like eighty percent of people were seeing audio as a as an escape from screens. We were already seeing this kind of move shift towards screenless moments and screenless marketing. And when you think about when you think about all the technology now, whether it's connected speakers, voice activation, and so on, all these things are sort of driving people towards an eyes up kind of mentality and not necessarily always having to to look at a screen. So I think some of the big shifts were already happening. And I think now, you know, if you do zone into right now, you know, more than ever, we're seeing that because people are, they're looking for those group experience. They're looking for those shared experiences and TV is doing great. Audio is also a massive part of that. And I think I'm excited now that we're sort of bringing together the best of what people used to like or still like with radio, which is that kind of intimacy and personal touch that it used to bring. But we're now combining it with these powerful levels of data and context. And I think we're starting to see now brands who are recognizing that some of these, if you, if you look at, we did a big um, Culture Next report on Gen Z audiences, and you know they are bang into podcasts and they love podcasts because they like to curate their own experience they like to feel they've got their own unique experiences and podcasts allows people to you know delve into micro communities and niche moments in a way that they haven't been able to do before so i think from a brand perspective more and more people are going to realize that's actually where the audience is now and we need to sort of change our mindset from what we've done before if you had a message to brands that don't even have an audio strategy, what might that be? When I think about this sort of question, I always actually think back to, you know, I joined sales three years ago. So that was my first experience of kind of being on the other side with Spotify. And I always thought one of the easiest, I remember sitting in a meeting very early on, and it seemed very straightforward to me that the first place to start, if you're a brand and you're looking to advertise, is where are the audiences is the media company a good brand fit for me? And, and that's where, you know, so often we, we hear people talking about, oh, we need to reach these hard to reach audiences and whether it's Gen Z, millennials, and I'm sure whatever comes next and we name, those people are spending so much time on our platform. They're spending hours on our platform every day. And so the only thing that I think from a branding perspective is just think about that's where the audiences are. There's a great brand fit then all it is is a case of like, okay, so how do we reach them? And that's the creative bit, which I think should be an exciting opportunity to think about. As I said, maybe a little bit before, I think too often the first question is, do we have a music strategy or do we have a radio format, you know, which is a, a really sort of basic way of looking at life. And so I'm like audience first, and then let's put our creative power together to come up with how you reach them. And so many brands do it. I mean, we've seen even in this period, we've seen some really like, you know, one that we did in um, in Spain with Amstel was they literally created a branded playlist where all the tracks were sounds of bar and restaurant environments. And that's it. And that has taken off over there. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, let's just put our brains into this and work out how we're going to reach, whether it's through podcasts or whether it's through music reach these incredible audiences that we have there. And that's what I leave advertisers with. I'm like, you know, often people talk to me about innovation and they want to know what's next and what they can have the first opportunity. I'm like, how about being the first brand advertiser to truly embrace this and have an audio first in a screenless environment? 
And I promise you, you're going to stand out if you do that and you'll stand out from all your competitors. So that's really my message is be different. You've mentioned it a few times already, but podcasts, obviously, everyone's got their own favourite podcast these days. The listening figures show that just broadly across the globe, it's on the rise. Can you just talk me through your own investment in this area? But could you also maybe touch on how the ad tech might be catching up with the rising podcast listening? Yeah, sure. So, yes, of course, uh, podcasts has been huge for us. We, I mean, if I take a step back, you know, probably Spotify is still most well-known for revolutionising the music industry and how we listen to music. And we're going to do exactly the same in podcasts, and we are doing exactly the same in podcasts. I think there's a number of different ways you come at it. The first is content, and that was where we probably put our biggest stake in the ground when we bought into companies like Gimlet, Parcast, and Anchor.fm, which is more on the sort of technology side. But you know, we, we invested an awful lot of money at that point because our ambition is we want Spotify as the world's largest audio streaming platform to be a destination for high-quality content right? In, in the podcasting space. We want to see podcasts be appointment to listen, and we want studios investing in it just like they do in the movie space. So that investment has absolutely been paramount. I touched on it earlier from a technology perspective, Podcasters, you know, listen to anyone who's close to podcasts, they'll tell you like data's been terrible. You know, we've never really known who's listening. We don't know where they're listening, how much they're listening to and so on. That was one of our massive opportunities, obviously, with our platform and what we've done with music to be able to give podcast creators a platform where they can log in just as the artists can do as well, incidentally. But the podcast creators can log in. They can see who was listening in terms of demographics and so on. They can see where they were listening. They can see how much they listened to. So they get real insights about what they're creating. And then that obviously helps them create better content as we go forwards. And we do the same, incidentally, what this has allowed us to do by understanding the people listening. Brands and advertisers now have the opportunity to really get the metrics that they're used to getting in the you know, broader digital space. Now they're getting them in the podcasting space. And obviously, we make that available to any of our advertisers. So we have and we are revolutionizing that. And I guess the last strand of that is, okay, so I want to advertise in podcasts. How do we do it? We launched at CES this year, streaming ad insertion. And that really is just the ability for us to dynamically insert targeted ads into, into podcasts. So again, something we're used to in other sides of digital marketing but certainly not in podcasts. And, and that's a huge bet for us that you know we very much intend to keep leaning into. So expect to see us continue to innovate and invest in this space because it's good for us. It's good for the listeners. It's good for us because we know that people who listen to podcasts on our platform come back almost twice as much to the platform than they do just listening to music. It's like, so basically it's additive. They're not replacing music with podcasts. And I think that's really interesting where they're finding new moments to do that listening. So, you know, it's good for us. And uh, we very much hope it's going to be good for our brands who in the broad tests and, and work we've done so far are showing really positive results in terms of how people are at. Something like 80% of people are doing something on the back of listening to a podcast, whether that's sharing it or looking something up or registering or whatever it may be. So people are definitely engaging with podcast advertising. I'm afraid to say that we're out of time, but as a final question then, can you recommend a podcast for our listeners? To be honest, I'm a bit of a boring podcast listener because <laughs> I listen to all the 
I basically listen to news and sport primarily, which I've got to say, I need to start finding some new ones because the news is slightly slightly repetitive at the moment and sport is non-existent. So I do need to find some more. It's not particularly PC, so I'm not going to you know recommend anyone who's sensitive, but I, I actually love listening to Three Shots of Tequila, which is, is basically three guys just just talking about life, as, as often these podcasts are. It's quite rude. It's not very PC, but it is very funny. And Spotify brought them on the platform against, you know, a lot of people thought maybe we would be a company that wouldn't bring that on. But, you know, it's an amazing podcast and I'd recommend people take a listen. Outside of that, I'm sorry, I'm I'm really dull. It's like politics, news and sport. (laughs) Marco, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure to subscribe for all future episodes as we deliver more MediaTel conversations.